0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to After the Bell Extra Credit. Carlene, it's been a while since we've recorded a podcast. It's hard to believe that we're recording this on the last Friday of the school year. What has been a highlight for you this year?
1: That is a very good question, Nicole. You know, this has been like one heck of an adventure, hasn't it? This year has been very different yeah um just in schools out of schools you know lots of the work that we've had to do has been virtual so i'm going to tell you that my favorite time this year was whenever we were able to get back into schools and mentor teachers and see students in action and i just feel like you know we have definitely opened up a new door and realized that virtual meetings can be very efficient and you know we can have several in a day and talk to many different people but you just can't replace you know that feeling that energy and that dynamic experience of being in person and uh, I was in so many different classrooms this year um, and I can tell that the whole ecosystem was awakening, you know, in little stages. And I, uh, you know, even a principal was like, oh, my gosh, this is my first full school assembly that I've hosted in two years. Or the grade 12s were so excited to be going to grad. That was so cool to see. Yeah, for sure. um, And honestly, I I have some friends who are retiring this year. And so when you get to see people being acknowledged, for the hard work they have done throughout their entire careers, with witnesses and in the presence of their colleagues who know what teaching means, that was a really special highlight as well. So um, I'm going to ask you the same thing, Nicole. Like,
0: what about you? Yeah. So for me, I, I mean, I too was really excited to be back in schools, like you mentioned, Carleen. Um one huge highlight for me which is pretty personal is I was able to complete my master's degree, and that was really I'm to thank give you you. a standing ovation. Thank you. Thank Anybody you, thank who you. has worked
1: full time and uh, gone to get their master's, it's not easy. Not easy.
0: Yeah, so that, that was a challenge that I, I'm proud of, that I took on, and I successfully completed that. Um, but like you mentioned, Carly, it was just great to be back in schools. You know, obviously mentoring and coaching can be done virtually. Um, and and if that can be effective, but there's a special magic with being back in the presence of teachers and students. And you know, when I was just so happy to be back in schools, I actually made a decision to transition back into schools. To work there full time, so I'm I'm going to be going to a, a school-based leadership position in the fall, and I'm going to be working as an assistant principal. So I'm really excited about those highlights. Yeah. When I I brought up the word transition, and this time of the year, there's lots of transitions happening. Um, the school year is closing, and like you said, Carleen, we're saying goodbye to some people, for colleagues we worked with for many years. Um, Students that we've been working with, some of us multiple years with some of those students. Um, Some of our new teacher colleagues are really celebrating because they signed their continuing contract, their permanent contract. That's what we call it here in Edmonton. And that's such a great accomplishment. So we want to say congratulations to those people. You know, some of our listeners might be going to a different school. Completely completely new staff, a different teaching assignment. Lots and lots of different transitions.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your big transition and your big leap. So podcast listeners, we're going to have to fight for uh, getting Nicole back on the old podcast. She'll no be need here. to fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is not the last of hearing from Nicole. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, I find transitions are really tricky for me and, um, anybody who knows me knows that I have wept many a day on the last day of school for all these years because I feel so sad to be, you know, leaving, uh, you know, a particular year is like usually quite emotional and it's funny and I've been known to cry at grad speeches and, you know, that's something. But I think there's lots of different feelings that come through um, different transitions. And um, I'm really conscious of how important it is for me personally, just to close the loop on things. And I take it really seriously when I have a class of students and it doesn't matter if they're young or old. Everybody kind of likes to have a closure of some kind of being able to express gratitude or express uh things that they've taken away from their experience and um I'm very aware that my love language is uh words of affirmation and so I think that I often default to that and I recognize that's not necessarily uh what some people like to do but um I really appreciate having the opportunity to to close things really well. And um they it, it's really interesting just to see like even right now, Nicole, like we only have like three or three more days of work left together and I'm sure we're gonna have an opportunity to close some things down in our team too. So anyway, I how do you feel about transitions?
0: you're in the middle of one how are you feeling yeah it's true you know um you talked about love languages and and my love language is quality time so you know um for me when it comes to ending things or transitioning I think that's really important for me to be able to spend some time does not have to be fancy does not have to be um, you know, even well-planned, but it's just something that we can say, hey, we're going to spend some time together because I think that that's really valuable. Time is really valuable. People's time is valuable to me. And I think that, you know, just emerging from this pandemic, i really learned how much I really do like to have quality time with the people who I love and, and cherish, and those are my colleagues. So I'm going to be, you know, I'm not saying goodbye to them, but I'll be seeing them in different ways. So how can I um, transition in that so that I can for sure know that I have my own closure? Um, You know, I think about things like I was talking to one of the teachers who I mentored and she was talking about how she's feeling a little bit of sadness right now because she's been with these students for the whole year. She's a music teacher. And so, you know, she sees all the students in the school and she's doing a little bit of grieving right now. And that's like, kind of what you said, Carlene, tears come with the grad and saying farewell, but that's part of the whole process because even when you're grieving and say goodbye to someone, you're still holding some joy and some op- optimism about what's going on, what's going forward, what can kind I of hope for? And that can be tricky to manage those two dueling emotions at the same time while you're cleaning your classroom, but might be thinking ahead, oh, next year we're going to do this differently or I'm going to do this differently. Or you're saying goodbye to someone, but you're really excited about their next step. So those emotions of holding those things at the same time, I think it's possible to do. We just have to check ourselves, give ourselves space to have joy, give ourselves space to grieve and and say our farewells. But I think this is possible. Um, And we want to maintain those relationships, you know. I know for myself that I wanna make sure that I'm still connected to Carleen and Ilona and all the, the guests we had on the podcast. Our school division um, might be the largest one on our in our province, but it's pretty small. <laughs> you can still connect with people, still bump it to people at, in different arenas. So I really try to make sure that when I'm closing a time in a setting, whether it's a job assignment or a school, that I don't burn my bridges, but I keep my 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 relationships intact and um, really considers people people's feelings and emotions and and how they might be feeling because other people, you know, I'm leaving this position and then that's a transition for Carleen as well. No, So I have to remember how she might be transitioning when I'm transitioning. So yeah, those those are are things that I think about.
1: Mm -hmm. And I like what you said about check yourself, because I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're going into a, a new position, it's exciting, it's going to be new, there's going to be lots of things to learn. But sometimes I think people are leaving schools and they're feeling um, maybe it didn't work out as well as they thought or it, it wouldn't have been their choice. And so those are, you know, tricky situations and we we call things tricky situations all the time. But that's the test when you're not feeling 100 percent and you're leaving a place and, you know, that that professionalism, I just want to echo, you know, from what Nicole said. Um, you might want to get uh, jazzed up and and tell somebody exactly what you're thinking. Um, but I'm going to say that I've learned some lessons along my way. And um, sometimes waiting and, and you know, thinking about the long game is is something that you might want to do.
0: Carlina, I just want to add something that came to my mind as you were talking. Um, and I, I don't think I've shared this story with you, but... I, I had left a school one time, and it was it was unfortunate because I was not really planning to leave. But it just worked out that the the principal and I, although we had many things that we had in common, there were some fundamental things that I thought, oh, I'm not sure about. So we just parted ways, but it was very professional. And we have seen each other since then. You know, in conferences, convention. Well, I just told you all that I'm going to be moving to a different position, and guess who was in my interview? That principal. She uh-huh. was on the panel. And did I know she was going to be on the panel? Nope, not until I arrived <laughs> in the interview. I'm going to say I was so grateful that we closed things well. Yeah. That transition ended with positivity, professionalism and we both, we parted ways but we were still professional about it. And So when I when I saw her in the interview, I had no trepidation and nor did she. Right. So that really was um really good advice that I took from someone long ago to always remember remain professional. Mhm.
1: And you know what, I think there is something about um circling back and it can be years later like it doesn't have to be the end of a conversation if things didn't end the way you necessarily wanted them to you can always circle back and invite a new conversation and absolutely. um sometimes time and space can make
0: absolutely a lot of things
1: have a little bit more clarity and and even as a, a newer teacher sometimes um the hiring process and that notion about temporary teachers and just understanding like what principals can and cannot do. So sometimes it's just this realization or new insights that you have that might help close that circle or come back into that conversation with a different insight. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, it's really important. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And I think that,
1: you know, as we grow and as we move forward as a teacher I think that sometimes uh, we transition because we've transformed. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about those little, not little, those big things that we do in our lives that help us learn and grow and stretch. And then sometimes we're ready for a new challenge. And Mm -hmm. so um, I think that those transformations are really special things that we do Mm -hmm. And, um, I know that they've happened in my life at certain junctures where I'm ready for a new job or I'm ready for a new position. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that the work of those, those transformation transformations come when we really do some work in these next few weeks that follow the school year Mm. and, um, One of the things I've been doing ever since I was a new teacher is I've really taken some time to reflect on all my wins at the end of the school year. Mm -hmm. Because I think that sometimes we're so tired. So Mm -hmm. after a couple of really good night's sleep and you're finished all the stressful things, Mm -hmm. just to think about the year and think about what were some things that really served you well and acknowledge your own growth. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we wait for other people to to give us accolades or, um, pat you on the back or, you know, get the cards of recognition or, or whatever it is. But I think that when we can honestly look at our year and, um, think about what we've done well and, and to acknowledge that, and also acknowledge how we want to grow and, and think about how we want to stretch ourselves the next year. I think that's that allows for transformation, and so I know that you've undergone this huge project of your master's degree, and you've been doing so much coaching, and you've been such a integral part of our team. Um, How did you know you were ready for the next thing?
0: I'm not trying to know if I'm ready for the next thing, but Yeah, you um, are. Come on, but uh, I. I can say this is a few things that I've learned in my journey is that, you know, the things that I have done along the way are preparing me for my next risk. So I'm just, I'm taking a little little bit of risk. I've never been an assistant principal before, but I've done some things to prepare myself. Working in this group as being a teacher mentor, that's preparing me to be an assistant principal. Um, Take the master's degree, the records of that, the reading, the research, the, the people I've met, the conversations I've had, those things prepare me. I've taught for 19 years. All of those experiences prepared me. But I will say that there was something fairly pivotal that happened this year where I really thought, Nicole, Nicole, you should do this. And that was, I was involved with our anti-racism and equity work in our school division. And something that has come up again and again is that we in our school division have a lack of people of color in school-based leadership especially females of color. And I thought to myself, Nicole, what can you do about that? And it came to mind, well, maybe you can step up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so this is me stepping up. So I'm not sure if I'm ready, but I know that there's a need. So I've done things to prepare myself to fill the need. And to be the best leader that I can be. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to learning. And I think that that's part of transform- transformation. Like you talked about, Carleen. Is ready, being ready to learn. Um, taking risks. Being a listener. All of those things are part of transformation. And also being quiet. And observing. And I've done a lot of that. I've had many people along my path, people like you, Carlene, people like the other mentors we work with who I've learned from. And now I can take all my learnings and be a leader in a different place. So, yeah, that's part of transitioning. That's mm-hmm. part of transformation. And hopefully where I land will be a better place because I'm there. I am sure
1: that is going to be the truth. And from Alona and I, we wish you all the best. But Thank like you. I said, we always know where you are and you're, you're not, not getting rid of us. Yeah, that's right. So um I think that um we'd like to wish everybody a very, very, very healthy and I'm gonna add safe. <laughs> Yeah. One, what kind of words would you like to add?
0: Mm, rejuvenating.
1: Yeah. Summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we always want to thank you for listening to our episode. Um, you know, it was our fifth episode of season two of after the bell extra credit. We're really looking forward to coming back to you in the new year with new people, new experiences, new topics. And um, until then, you know, don't forget to uh, share this with your friends and maybe subscribe to our channel. That would be great. Um, and um, Nicole, do you have any, any last words before we, we do our sign off?
0: Um, I don't think I have any last words. I'll just say thanks for listening. And yeah, that's all okay and you know what i have
1: one regret working with nicole andrews and i'm going to tell every single person who's listening to this podcast i have begged her she's a singer she's a musician i have begged her to do carpool karaoke with me for like three years and it's never happened so one day i'm going to hear nicole andrews sing so if you have you're a lucky duck okay so (laughs) stay tuned stay connected find your joy and don't forget we're right here see you next time on after the bell extra credit